0: Hello, this is Sarah Pearson, back with the Greenwich Geek, David Brooks, to learn more about an article he wrote this week. Hello, Dave.
1: Hi, uh, welcome back, Sarah.
0: So this week you wrote about a topic that gets a lot of people very upset. Robocalls on the telephone, and phone fraud, and fake caller
1: IDs. Spoofing, spoofing. That sounds much cooler than fake caller IDs. Spoofing? Spoofing, yes. It's a techie term for uh, when you pretend you're somebody else online. It's actually uh, not just... a it's been around for a long, long time. Uh, the word was used back when the uh, uh, the telegraph first got started back in the 1800s. So, anyway, so
0: catfishing of the telephone world.
1: Yeah, something like that. Exactly. So,
0: so, so. what was your story about?
1: My story was about a uh, proposed state law that would make it a civil offense, a five thousand dollar fine, uh, for providing false information um, over the phone or on an answering machine.
0: Is that really a
1: big problem? It is. Uh, yeah, actually it is quite a big problem because it's related, mostly because it's related to scamming. So if you pretend you're somebody you're not on the phone, so you get a call, you go over and look at your caller ID, and it says a 603 area code number, or even you know, even it's possible to, to spoof it so it's a number you know, and you say, oh, okay, and you pick it up. Well, now the bad guys, or maybe the telemarketers, have now gotten into your into your home, so to speak. Whereas if they weren't able to fake it, if it said, you know, unknown number or you know, a number with an area code from overseas, a lot of these scams start overseas, you wouldn't pick it up at all. And so n- stopping spoofing would be a good way to cut down on uh, scams and um, and really annoying calls. And and, and as f- the scams are, a, are actually a major issue. Um, there's a particularly bad new one that kind of has prompted a lot of the concern the FCC has, has issued a uh, warning about it. it's called the one ring scam is they call you and doly hang up after one ring you hear one ring and you think what was that you go over to your phone and it looks like because they spoofed it it looks like it's a number you either you know or a local number so you call it back you do like star six nine or whatever the you know whatever the callback is. But it doesn't actually go to that number that's shown because they've faked it. It goes to another number that's either overseas or one of these like 900 kind of numbers that charges you by the minute, and you're going to rack up some major charges. There have been people who've been, you know, and at the other end they keep on the phone for a while pretending they're talking about some real issue, and you've racked up all these phone charges. That wouldn't be possible at all if you couldn't, phone, if you couldn't spoof. So that's a, that's a kind of an extreme example.
0: So you didn't even have to give them a credit card information or mail them a gift card. They're just charging you for, for the calling
1: call. the number, right? Exactly. You know, yeah, exactly. So, but so you don't know you're calling that number because it's been spoofed.
0: How effective would this new law be at combating that?
1: Yeah, and you know, to be perfectly honest, not very. So the problem is that, for technical reasons, that to be perfectly honest, I don't understand. It's extraordinarily difficult to figure out who is actually behind a spoofed call. So the phone companies, you you, you want to almost say to them, you just don't don't allow spoofing. And, and uh, although there are actually some legitimate reasons for it, but there's there are reasons why it's extremely difficult to not allow sp- uh, to to block spoofing, and it's very very hard for them uh, to be traced down. And a lot of these, as I said, are overseas, uh, particularly uh, the, the major scam rings with the robocalls that call ten thousand people, and you know, and even if one tenth of one percent fall for the scam, you've still made money if they're coming out of you know the Ukraine or Nigeria or something like that there's no way the uh, the New Hampshire attorney general's office is not going to be able to, to handle that so so can't, realistically, can't
0: extradite <laughs> they can't,
1: Yeah. I'm going to the Ukraine boss I'll be back in a month um, so, frankly, what this is, um, as much as anything, is it's another threat to bring against uh, if somebody is convicted for whatever reason. And because it's a civil penalty, you and I can actually take action on it. You can, you can sue somebody over it, but you have to figure out who to sue. That's mm-hmm. the hard part. So
0: so how do you deal with fake caller IDs?
1: I have a landline, and it doesn't have any kind of an answering machine or caller ID on it, so I don't even know who's calling. I just pick up the phone. It means I get up a lot. To go pick up the phone for calls that I really don't want or there's nobody there. But I figure that's, you know, exercise.
0: All right. All right. Well, thanks, Dave. You bet. You can learn more about phone spoofing at ConcordMonitor.com. And you can see all the Granite Geek columns and related stories at granitegeek.org.
1: And you can subscribe to this podcast (laughs) on Stitcher, Google Music, Podbean, or iTunes.
0: The theme music is Little Smartphone People by the Spidekicks.